Welcome to Rogue News. We are the preeminent geostrategic, geoeconomic, and geopolitical news show on YouTube and on the web. Join us for hard-hitting analysis, behind-the-scenes strategy, and brutal commentary. Find out why many consider us the place to get their news and information. Check us out at roguenews.com. Follow us on Twitter at Real Rogue News, Facebook, and most of the popular podcasting apps. Most of all, remember to subscribe, like, comment, and share. Good morning, good morning, good morning, everyone. It's V, the Grill Economist, coming to you live with my main man, El Coco himself, working the airwaves, making sure the broadcast coming out crispy and clean. Check us out, roguenews.com. It is the nexus point for all things of colorful geopolitical commentary. Go there, roguenews.com. In fact, the yesterday's show that we did with Gus is going to be there as well. Uh, make sure you get there. It is the site to be. And also check out our paid sponsors, mycbdedibles.com, mycbdedibles.com. And uh, for all your CBD edible goodness, this is the last week. In order for you to get your 20% discount, make sure you take advantage of it. Type in Rogue at the checkout counter, and uh, they will give you your 20% discount, whether you're going to get coffee or you're going to get any one of these edible deliciousness. Again, what you're getting is a high concentrated amount of, of just the purest CBD isolate, not concentrate, but isolates for you to function and for you to enjoy. And with that being said, El Cuco, where do you want to begin? Hey, good morning, V. Uh, how are you today, man? Man, there's a lot of things going on, brother. It, it's, you know, you, you, I begin writing an article, and I think Velas is going through the same problem as well. He's putting, compiling his notes for tomorrow's show. But when you start writing an article, I'm, like, trying to put it together, and, like, every second, man, it's something else happening. You know, I mean, there's a lot of crap going on. And if I were to create, or if I were to say an overarching theme about everything that's been happening this past week since Friday onwards, uh, I, I would say that what we're witnessing here is the psychopaths of the unipolar world not only being exposed for what they are, but as they're leaving, as these assholes like Nuts and Yahoo, who is a sick, vile, disgusting human refuse of a piece of crap is leaving, is leaving, he goes ahead and creates as much chaos as possible, which is what we're seeing with every single Western leader, whether they're leaving politically because their political careers are finished or their countries are in decline rather than exit gracefully, rather than ride off into the sunset and have something good and positive and wholesome and wonderful to say or do. They're leaving their legacy of that of evil, human suffering, chaos, torture, and abuse. I, 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 I don't know what it is, man. I don't know what it is. These people are sick. 
They're sick. You know, I, you know, see, the whole thing with the Israel-Palestine. I don't know. I don't know if people know some of the background of that, of what happened with the clashes that are occurring. Siege. Did you hear anything about that? Oh yeah, I think you had to step out. Anyway, the uh, one thing I'll tell you this, folks. This whole uh, Israeli-Palestinian thing happened towards the end of Ramadan. And right outside the Alaska Mosque, you had Muslims in prayer. This is a holy month for them. They were in prayer. And while they were in prayer, and there's video of this. There's ample videographic footage. And while in the middle of, of Ramadan prayer, all of a sudden, riot police, Israeli riot police show up. And they started firing tear gas and rubber bullets at them. 300 Palestinians, 300 Palestinians were hurt. Over 230 wound up in the hospital. I think seven critical. The next day, they announced they were going to protest this abhorrent violence. And also, just to make sure that's fair, a lot of you evangelical Christians out there, this is for you. The Christian church was having a Passover Easter service, you know, because over there they, they, they celebrate um, the Pesach um, at, a, at, a, at a different month than we do. So they were in some sort of Easter service of what's going on, and they too were attacked. Okay? You got to understand the Zios, the, the Zio Nazis. These Zionist Nazis are equal opportunity killers. And they manipulate gullible Jews who believe the bullshit that they spew. Just like radical Islamic terrorists always manipulate gullible, idiotic morons to follow in their vitriolic doctrine. Same thing that happens with Christians as well. You see these whacked out Christian cults that come out of nowhere. And what not? God told me I need to slit the throat of this dog in order to... You hear all this crazy crap. Because most people are hyper-suggestible. And so when these people were attacked, they announced to the Israeli government, hey, you know what, next day, guys, we're going to have this um, protest against this barbaric, heavy-handed response. And when the protest started, all of a sudden, again, the riot police show up, Tear gases fire, rubber bullets are 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 fired into the crowd. The crowd reacts because here's a bunch of guys with body armor and they're coming at them. And the Palestinians doing what they do best. They pick up rocks, stones, sticks, and whatever else they can throw against guys who are heavily armed with body armor. You see how this is going. Then as if as if on cue, you have the Mossad CIA created organization known as Hamas. Hamas was created as a counter to Hezbollah. Okay? Hamas was created as a counter to Hezbollah. And Hezbollah is not a terrorist organization. I went over that before. I'm not going to belabor the fact here. Then, all of a sudden, oh my God, there's 400 rockets riding on Israel. Not a single Israeli gets hurt. Why? Because these are useless Katushka rockets, man. You might as well be setting off bottle rockets. So in all the rockets that were launched, you'd have probably 
a person who, who actually maybe died because they had a heart attack because of the fear that was induced, or you had a person that was maimed slightly or burned slightly. So what was the response? You take down an apartment complex. You go ahead and you devastate communities. You've killed – your immediate response was hitting a, a, a building that killed 20 people, nine children included. Then on top of that, the idiot, the psycho, sick bastard that is Netanyahu, what did he do? He sides with an, with an Israeli settlement and separatist movement. And these assholes went ahead. And again, let me explain something to you guys. 99.99% of those who say that they're Jews have no blood or historic ties to the land. That's his God-honest truth. Their own scholar, Shlomo Sands, is one of those guys who admits this. He says, yeah, this is the truth. This is the fact. These are just facts on the ground. I'm not saying it's a bad thing or a good thing. These are just the facts. And then what Netanyahu does, he gets with these separatist organizations, and they're going door-to-door evicting Palestinians out of their homes. I saw one video of this Palestinian woman. The woman's like, Jacob, this is not your house. You can't steal my house, Jacob. And Jacob, this fat fucker of Eastern European descent, this fat little bastard with the yarmulke on and little curls, fat fucker looks him in the face and says, well, if uh, I don't steal it, somebody else will. Like, how fucking sick are you, man? You see, the globalists have a way of dehumanizing us. So one side does inhumane things to the other. The Nazis, funded by the City of London Corporation, did a wonderful job in dehumanizing Jews in Germany. So it wouldn't be so, so the people, it made it palatable for the people that they can look the other direction while Jews were pulled out of their house and thrown into trains and then on, onward to concentration camps. And that same model is being done on the Palestinians, where now the Palestinians are so damn dehumanized. And let me explain something to you folks. There are Palestinian Christians in there too. So all you evangelicals could take that and stick it. Where's your outrage? Oh, you don't understand me. Israel is God's kingdom. It is uh, the country chosen by God himself. We must worship Israel. We must, you know, the Bible says, bless the Jew and you'll be blessed. Where the fuck does it say that? I read the Bible. I know the Bible better than most people. Backwards and forwards. Does not say that one bit. If you're referring to Abraham, it's 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 a it's a individual covenant that God made with Abraham where he says, I'll bless those who bless you and I'll curse those who curse you. It has no wherewithal to, it doesn't even transcend into what, what many Christians would consider the new covenant, which is the New, new Testament. But that, that doesn't matter. It doesn't matter that a bunch of globalists invented this concept, which is, again, is a European colonization project that, that backfired badly. It's called Israel. You see, folks, you need to get out of your binary thinking, especially the spoon-fed religious nonsense that a lot of people are near to. You need to think bigger. You need to think broader. This is the sickness that I see happening. And it sickens me to see what is happening in Israel. It's disgusting. 
it is disgusting. You're, you're seeing genocide, for lack of a better word, wiped out. And the only thing that's going to save the Palestinians, because the world don't care. The world doesn't care. And here's the crazy thing, man. Okay, this is where the Jews and the Palestinians need to get, get together. Because I'll tell you right now, the world doesn't care about the Jew nor the Palestinian. They're both cannon fodder. And if the Jew and the Palestinian could get together and work in economically beneficial terms, it would be for the betterment of the entire Middle East. But those that are in power play one group against the other. And a psycho, sick, disgusting, vile, war criminal, Polish descendant named Benjamin Netanyahu, I forgot what his original name was, I think it's like Warinsky or something like that. It's not nuts. It's not Netanyahu. All these idiots have changed their names to sound more Semitic. Oh, it's an anti-Semitic thing. <laughs> I love when people look at me and say, oh, it's a very anti-Semitic thing. I'm like, and I look at them. I'm like, who's a Semite? You or me? I'm more of a Semite than you are. And then they shut up. <laughs> it's the most ridiculous thing, folks. And then you see what is happening with the Maricon named Macron. Right, CJ? The Maricon. CJ, are you back? Yeah, I'm back. Yeah, the Macron. Well, the Maricon, hey, real Macron. quick. Go ahead. Yeah, well, no, just getting back to uh, Netanyahu and Ken Shortkin Jr. is the one that, you know, remember this. is Let's remember that in terms of power that Netanyahu has in Israel, he's pretty much has lost that for the last three election cycles. So he is currently un under a considerable amount of turmoil. And I think he is leveraging uh, this escalation to a, an attempt to retain power. So he is very much, you know, coming at this in a pr political perspective, in particular, whenever he's saying, you know what, this is this is just the beginning. We don't want any peace negotiations at all from former, uh, whether whether it's the, the the UN and I think there's a special counsel that heads up um, a peace. Uh, group that you know typically will broker some type of a ceasefire. He's not doing that. He's going full out on this one. And B to get back to your original point in regards to uh, Jewish and Christianity and all those things. Let's not forget V. Let's not forget that there are many here in the United States that would deem themselves as a fear guy, fear uh, Christian. Uh, you know, well, strong religion and everything. But 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 guess what V? They're the first ones that would sign up for the destruction and the killing of millions of innocent Iraqis Boom. in Yemen. They're the same people. So, Boom. so don't play this religion card. Okay. Don't, don't do that. It, you know, like I've always said in any type of profession, any type of walk life, there's good and bad actors regardless. So don't fall into your comfort zone of thinking, Oh, well, because they're religious, they're automatically good people. That's just, it's just so disconnected. So I just want to point that out. I think it's important to understand that in regards to Netanyahu and why this escalation in this time is different is because it may be a power grab for him. Maybe he's leveraging this way to try to get faith back from the Israeli uh, constitutes who'd literally have voted him out of power. Uh, v. I hope Dayton you know, dies from rectal cancer. <laughs> anyway, Siege, that's what's going on over there. You have Macron going on with, um, you know, with with the letters. And now there's some issues with that that's happening between now and now he's trying to flex his 
his muscles, so to speak, in terms of what's happening with fishing rights between the UK and France. And, um, you know, here's another case study of somebody who has an opportunity to fix the things that are broken. But rather than fix the things that are broken in his nation, what is he doing? He is creating more and more sectarian violence. And if you look at the playbook, Macron has created sectarian violence by allowing immigration into his country from the third world, from the North African world, from the Islamic world. And it's not the talented individuals that are coming in, folks. It is the most downtrodden. It is the most easily palatable, most pliable individuals for radicalization. And what do you expect when you have a bunch of radical, low IQ morons running around in your country? They're going to congregate, they're going to form packs, and it's going to create sectarian violence. That's what Macron is doing. March 2022 is the election in France. So everything here on out, now he wants to flex his muscles, but he's getting the warning. And the French military is saying, listen, asshole, Either you straighten out, otherwise this is going to spill out of control. And then when it spins out of control, the French military is going to do what the French military has always done throughout history in France, and that is to step in and to create order and protection of, of, of the country. So Macron's already getting it. And, and, and this is not only being picked up because these are you know former generals and whatnot that have written it, but these are active service members who are also signing off on this, who are behind this. Because they're like, wait a minute, man, you want us to go ahead and spill blood overseas, fighting America's wars on, in terms of, you know, in, in the Middle East and in North Africa and this place and the other, and then, you know, we're fighting Islamic terrorism, but you're propagating it here by causing sectarian violence. So you got sectarian violence, you have ethnic clashes happening in Israel, ethnic clashes happening in Europe, in France, and when you look at the United States over here, folks, you got ethnic clashes happening here as well. And it's all done by the establishment. So you have to ask yourself a question. Why is this happening? Why is it happening in the West? That ethnic culture is rising up against ethnic culture. At the, at, at the sunset of Western civilization. At the sunset of Western civilization. Hey, we had a good run, right? A couple hundred years, not bad. We had a good run. We didn't last as long as the East, but hey, it's, it's a good run. East has been around for thousands of years, and the East will be around a lot longer <laughs> after we're gone because we're idiots. We're morons. We've allowed morons to run us. So if you look at the play, and it's not coincidence, folks, there's an overarching theme. In every Western country right now, there is sectarian violence. There is ethnic strife happening within the majority populations and the minority populations. In every Western country right now, they are broken and solvent, and they're financially heading for financial ruin, every single one of them. In every Western country right now, there is rotting infrastructure. In every Western country right now, there is, a, there is, an, there is a, 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 an explosion of identity politics, which further exacerbates the, the greater sectarian divides. In every Western country right now, it is as the, the, the security apparatus is no longer turned towards external threats, but they have turned themselves towards inward threats. 
to handle things that are from within. Every single Western society around the world is going through the same thing. It is as if the, the, the rulers of Western civilization has locked arms and said, hey, you know what, guys? We're going to go down. This, this whole thing is coming apart, so let's all lock arms. I'll save your ass if you save mine. We'll loot and plunder our people. At the same time, divide them and keep them distracted along lines of black and white, along lines of Jew and Muslim, along lines of Christian and Muslim and whatever other religion you want to throw in there. We'll keep them fighting each other. We'll keep them distracted. We'll make it about conservative versus liberal, left versus right. We'll make it about all this other crap, environmentalists versus not, vegans against carnivores, the whole line, whatever, whatever they can throw in there, they'll throw in there. And while we do that, we will put the finishing touches on grabbing the assets and grabbing the resources. And so when this whole thing collapses, we will have the resources and we will control the assets. And when our creditors come knocking on our doors, a.k.a. China, come knocking on our doors and say, hey, you know what, A-holes, you guys need to pay up? Well, you know what, our, our, fifth, our, our, our multi-trillion dollar debt that we had with you, you know what, we can't pay it, but uh, we got some swaths of land maybe you want to develop. And we'll sign it off to you, just pay us a couple of billion dollars that goes directly to me and my families and my cohorts and my constituents and, and my associates. You are being robbed blind. You're being robbed blind. This is the overarching theme. Why? Because the hegemon is dying. The hegemon that has kept this unipolar world together for the last eh, 20, 30 years is finally dying. So this is the final free-for-all. This is the every man for himself. And they don't care, folks. And this is also the most dangerous phase. When you study history, when you study the collapse of civilizations and empires, this is the most dangerous phase because anybody and everyone is expendable. Anybody and everyone can be thrown into the bus. Anybody and anyone can be killed. Anybody and anyone can suffer loss. It's the most dangerous phase. This is where we are. So Netanyahu doesn't care how many Jews or Palestinians need to die. He doesn't care if there's a thousand rockets falling on Tel Aviv. He doesn't care if that Iron Dome, which is a, uh, is a piece of crap defense system. He doesn't care. Because he's riling up his popula his pop the population in the hopes that one day this sick psychopath will have a position of power when this whole entire thing collapses. That's what he cares about. He don't care about nothing else. See. Oh, he had to go again. So shifting gears. Look what they're doing in, in, in Ukraine. The same overarching theme. The same thing. And what is that theme? Chaos. Chaos. And when you look at the markets, folks, look at look at the failing infrastructure that we have here. The infrastructure falling apart. There's still gas shortages, even though the pipeline's back and operational. 
Still gas gas shortages. Still problems. And yet the market is up higher. And the market keeps going higher. Why? Because when you keep inflating assets, you see, folks, the velocity is dead. The velocity is tepid. The market is completely irrational. But the asset prices keep going higher. You got to keep pumping the asset prices. Why? Because that's going to be the only thing you'll be able to tax. And a failing empire, when empires fail, that is the time that they don't cut back on their expenditure. They don't cut back on taxing the citizenry. That is when you have the most egregious, most heinous, most absolutely punishing taxes rolled out. What do you think the Biden administration is proposing a 46% capital gains tax? Why do you think they're proposing a Green New Deal? A Green New Deal is a tax. It is industry choking. Do you know how much money they, the ruling class, will make by deindustrializing you? Do you know how much money they're going to make by destroying your quality of life? Oh, they stand to make a windfall. Trillions at your expense. And this is the overarching theme in the West. And as our buddy the Saker would say, he'd call it Zone A. But there is an alternative. And if there wasn't an alternative, I would have completely lost hope. I would have been despondent. I would have, you would have probably found me in a fetal position sucking my thumb. Our buddy the Saker, our friend, he... <laughs> He said, hey, there's a zone B. And the zone B is the multipolar world. The zone B is the Eastern world. And that world is a world based on human development, advancements in technology, and real growth. And using the advancements in science and technology to overcome the challenges of human development and civilization. That side wants to go colonize Mars. That side wants to go mine the moon. That side wants to go interstellar. That side is pushing back against this crazy social engineering that you see here in the West. That side says there's only two genders. That side says that human life has value and we shouldn't be spending time blowing each other up. That side says that you daisy chain human economies, nations and countries together in an economically beneficial trade agreement, then all boats rise with the tide. That side says if you do that, you create that economic partnerships, you eliminate war, and you create a thousand years of peace on this earth. That side has the solution. And the Western ruling plutocrats, they know that. The plutocrats know that. So their propaganda is turned tenfold. It's turned tenfold. Because they understand that they need to keep you in a binary thinking. 
They need to keep you into thinking that Russia is a totalitarian government and the Chinese are communists and, and all this other stuff. You know, there's no freedom there. And they'll play you clips. I was watching a YouTube show they, this morning. I just briefly played it for five seconds. I think it was a value team. And I like Patrick Patev. He's a great guy. But he had a, the, the, the guest he had on was, wrote a book about the devil and Marx. So the Marx and the devil, right? Uh, about Karl Marx. And rightfully so. Communism is evil. And you, nobody, you don't need to sit around and even debate that. But he, here we are in today's age where you got morons in the American society who are so uneducated, who are so ill-read, they actually think communism is a good thing and socialism is wonderful. But the individuals, you know, s- said this. He played a clip from, from uh, back in the 80s when Ronald Reagan said, if we lose freedom here, there's nowhere else to go to. And back in the 1980s, Ronald Reagan was dead right. He was absolutely right. The Gipper was right. There was nowhere to go to if you lose freedom here. But since the 1980s, folks, there has been a lot of countries that have stepped up the game. We have today a plethora of options and choices before you. Now, let me explain something. On the Freedom Index, because, you know, we like to beat our chest and yell to the world, you know, that we're free. In the Freedom Index, we are ranked number 40, slightly above Romania. And in financial security, the solvency and the safety of the United States banks is also ranked number 40th in the world in bank safety. So what does that tell you? If I'm telling you that your freedoms are you're not as free as you think, number one, and here's the facts. And I need to explain to you how much freedom you've lost since 9-11. But if I were to tell you that you're not as free as you think, number one, and number two, if I were to tell you that your financial security, that you're putting your nest eggs in, your markets, and your, you already know the markets are fictitious and fake. You already know the markets are rigged. But did you know your banks are not safe as well? So if I remove the two biggest things that every American has a, a, uh, a, a pension for, Freedom and finance. And I'm telling you, you're ranked at the bottom when it comes to both. Don't you think you might want to consider looking elsewhere? Don't you think you might want to start glancing over the horizon? Some of you are of European ancestry. And a couple hundred years ago, your European ancestors looked, woke up in the continent of Europe and said, you know what, it sucks here, man. Ain't no jobs, ain't no prospects, ain't no future, ain't no potential. Ain't no options. And they got on a boat. And they came to a land that they did not even speak the language. They didn't know the culture. They didn't know anything. They came with $2. They didn't even have relatives here to help them along the way. And they pulled into New York Harbor. They saw the Statue of Liberty. They unloaded onto, offloaded onto Ellis Island. They gave in their names. They waited. They had a health check. And they, after an arduous process, now they're in the new world with only a few dollars. In their pocket. And at that time, the, the men went, went, you know, they left their families in whatever communal apartment building with 50 other families who were sharing two or three bathrooms in the entire building. 
and they went out trying to look for work and scraped together an existence, and that's how it happened. They didn't have uh, Babel. They didn't have, like, Google Translate. They didn't have no smartphones or, 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 or um, Rosetta Stone to teach them the new language. But look at you. You have it all. You have smartphones. You have language apps to teach you language. You have money apps to do conversions for you. You have it all. But you're not looking. Why is that? Are you scared or are you lazy? Those are the two options. Are you scared or are you lazy or you just want to die? You, I, I get it. I get it. Some of you want to go John Wick. You want to fight for a myth that never was. You want to fight for something that's long been dead. It ain't coming back, Bubba. You got to let it collapse. You got to let it burn to the ground on its own. On its own volition, it will burn to the ground. But you need to get yourself out of harm's way because you going gung-ho, Rambo, ain't going to fix nothing. It ain't going to fix nothing. You going gung-ho, Rambo, you going John Wick, ain't going to fix nothing. You need to go John Galt. You need to get smart. You need to figure it out. You need to get yourself out of harm's way and then come back in when this whole thing is done. And hopefully, hopefully these a-holes, these assholes, these disgusting individuals that are running government will no longer be in business. And then you pick up the pieces and you rebuild. That's how you do it. The most important thing to you right now is profit. <gasps> what do you mean by that, profit? Profit is important. Why? Profit gives you options. That's why when many people are complaining about the bubble, the stock market bubble, this, that, and the other, I was like, dude, just take advantage of it. Take advantage of the bubble. Make your profits. A lot of these guys are like, oh, I'm going to stay here. I'm going to fight it out. Shut up, man. Look at this. You got, you got idiots in chat rooms. This guy's a coward, dude. If you saw me in the street, you wouldn't call me that to my face. Yeah, I think you nailed it. I think in terms of watching the self-destruction occur and and sitting by and letting the, letting those communities do that, right? They're they're already doing a good job of it. Let let, let that take place. And yeah. we're seeing the multitude of people who are are moving uh, to safe ground at this point. And and we're witnessing several states that are are pushing back against the the federal government. And as we stated back in March, in regards to the power grab that. They never take things away in terms of our freedom and liberty. They want to disguise it as the patriarch. They want to disguise it as something to safeguard, right? To play on people's emotion that we're going to do this to keep you safe. That's why we're doing this. But oh, V, yeah. the power grab never goes back. It never goes back. The level of nope. tyranny only escalates. And that's, yep. that's simply where uh, we are today. And it's, and it's, and it's fairly obvious uh, that shift that's that's taking place in regards to the next level of, of tyranny that we'll be we'll be witnessing, 
and there, there's there's no going back. Uh, so to look at it from a perspective of a, of a of a solution at the federal level, it's just it's not going to happen. It's just it's 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 too late for that. And I think that's why we're watching so many events unfold currently. The way things are happening, you know, even in the markets, even as the mar- as we monitor the markets, you know, people are like real quick to blame Elon Musk for the for the the, the Bitcoin crash, yeah, right? Yeah, that, yeah, that's so dumb, dude. You know, the, the funny thing is there, there was no Bitcoin sold. You know, he just mentioned something. But go ahead, Siege. No, no. So, so again, just getting back to it, and and what you said is the 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 profit and the margins is exactly correct. And and if you can take, it's a lot easier to take profit on five ten percent gain on on ten million uh, versus three and five percent gain on on a thousand bucks. There's there's a lot more money to be made in terms of where that that money's going to. So just yep. You know, just be mindful of that as as we navigate through this, and um, you know, we just have to get again, just continue to to, to monitor, to observe. Uh, the inflation is is really starting to catch everyone's radar right now. Eleven point five, real real talk number siege. Eleven real talk 5. numbers, and then also another one uh, V that will be rolled over here pretty soon is the actual U.S. producer, uh, those that are actually manufacturing these goods and putting these goods together in terms of their explosion of a 6.2 year year over year, you know, increase uh, in raw materials and goods, the cost of manufacturing companies just don't simply absorb that. They just don't simply say, well, you know what? Shucks. Our, our margin is going to be 12% this year instead of 20%. No, that, that cost gets passed on. So, you know, that's what we're up. We had, that's what we have to hedge against is those inflationary measures. And unless your employer, unless you're going to walk into your boss's office on your next annual review and say, Hey, listen, Inflation's up seven or eight percent. You know, I I need I and cost of living's up that much. I need that on my annual increase this year. Good luck with that. <laughs> exactly correct, man. Exactly correct. All the while, the Fed, you know, Jay Powell will tell you, Tilly, you know, our inflation target is right on target. It's at two uh, percent. We're still maintaining good. Inflation's through the roof. Why the dollar's dying? The best thing that could happen in the United States is balkanization. We'd be literally split into two countries. Let the thing collapse, and I can see individual states striking deals with individual countries around the world to, to get development done. That's the best case scenario. But I don't know if it's going to go like that, Siege. I don't know if it's going to go like that. And for me, my mentor has always told me, look, hope is never a strategy. You can crap in one hand, you can shit in one hand, you can hope in the other, see what piles up faster. Absolutely. Absolutely. So this is where we are. And uh, the the latest crypto dump that happened, it's it's literally, and you know, somebody was, you know, we, we have a, a few nodes that we're in charge of on on the blockchain with with Bitcoin, with Monero, and a few other uh, pieces that we have. There was no there was no massive sales on the OTC market. There was no large amounts of institutions buying it. No, it, it, it was these guys were wash trading it. They let the prices dump, and guess what? As soon as the prices dump, I had a buddy of mine. It was Crypto Cowboy sent me that that link. Uh, you've had a, a few banks that have decided that um, they were um, they were going to come in and offer some. They're proposing to offer BTC uh, to their to their clientele. So you know you got a lot of institutions getting in on the fray. Why wow, these are yield starved banks? They'll they'll go for anything. Absolutely. I mean, if the Absolutely. if the price of cheddar cheese was up tomorrow, Siege, you'd, you'd have U.S. banks in on it, creating a derivative product because they want to derivatize it because there's yield starved. This is what it is, man. 
Unreal. Anyways, what else is on the uh, agenda? You know, I didn't. We, you know, we uh, London Paul typically does a show with us on Thursday, and um, uh, you know, unfortunately, he was over overbooked and overscheduled for today. But I think that's been uh, the mo- the most part is just really kind of monitoring uh, the the hotspot. You know, this this flare up in the Middle East, and you know, where does that go? What 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 impact does that have potentially uh, to to oil uh, to, to taking a look at Syria? Whatever the the you know does. Hezbollah get involved at some point in, in which they said that if they are asked for support, that they will will do that. Uh, let, let's hope that this comes down, uh, V. But again, Netanyahu, who is uh, starved for power, who is looking to try to you know, find a way to regain regain that power that he once has, is, is desperate at this point. And that's that's not a good situation uh, to be in. So, um, you know, and does that provide some type of a, of a distraction uh, some type of a of a cover, so we we can't take our eyes off of of Ukraine either. In terms of the the military buildups, the uh, you know the I, that the the, inc- the the incidents that are occurring in regards to these quote unquote training drills um, that could easily uh, go south. So just you know keep an eye on it, and we'll continue here be here to monitor it. Uh, get ready for a couple of big shows uh, tomorrow, V. Yeah, we got Velas coming on. He's going to be breaking down uh, a lot of things. That's- that's been happening, especially with um, with what is happening with Macron, uh, with the pipeline, with the Palestinian situation. A lot of things to cover, folks. And, you know, we can't keep up. We can't keep up. There's a lot of things happening as the unipolar world, an exceptional stand that leads it comes to an end. And the multipolar world is here. And I'm hoping to God that America emerges from the ashes of exceptional stand to be a part, be a great nation, as Paul would always say, to be a great nation among great nations and not a, a zero sum game, you know, uh, power projection bullshit. Anyway, with that being said, man, we are at the end of the show, folks. Thank you all for listening in. Make sure you subscribe, like, comment, and share. And again, go check out roguenews.com. That is the central hub. That is the nexus point for all things geopolitical, geostrategic, geoeconomic. And check out our paid sponsors, mycbedibles.com. Go get yourself a doggy treat. Not, not for you, but, you know, for your pooch if you have a dog. Yeah, be, get yeah, some be, healthy coffee. Go ahead. be looking on uh, mycbedibles. We're going to try to get it accomplished uh, tomorrow, but we're going to be ramping our entire – a line of different uh, tinctures and different uh, products that uh, Steve, uh, my business partner with Clouds, has been able to put together, and and some of those are yielding some some great results, great feedback in terms of helping uh, individuals uh, with you know pain, inflammation, some 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 different things. So we're gonna, you know, they've they've uh, went through the test, and we're excited to be putting those on on our e-commerce shop. So hopefully we'll get that accomplished uh, tomorrow or no later than the end of the weekend. Absolutely. And with that being said, folks, we're at the end of the program. Take it away, CJ.